Hey everybody, in this episode of Box Office Breakdown, na 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 Batman! Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Frank, you missed a nana in uh, there. Uh, let's take it from the top, everybody. Oh, oh. Let's start over. Wait, we'll be like Adele. We'll be like, wait, can we go back and start yeah, over? Can we do that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Spoilers everybody. if you guys weren't watching the Grammys. but That's true. Uh, if, you, if you didn't, it, well, if you did watch them or you didn't watch them, check out Carrie Lane's tweets. Cause she's I, was, been, yeah. I got about half quarter of the half or quarter of the way through and was like, here's my thoughts. There you go. Look at that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. This, of course, as always... Is the show mm-hmm. where we discuss the box office from the weekend that was, and then we would like to. Oh, I mean, we have to like record Quinn's voice and be That's like right. and save it, prognosticate. That's right, prognosticate about the box office for the week ahead. I'm your host, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. And hey, how's it going? My name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. And yeah, I was watching Grammys past when they aired, but that's okay. I was just tweeting about it. It's new to you. It was new it. to me. That's right. Though I read everyone's tweets before I watched it, so then I kind of knew what highlights to look for. Oh, see, there you go. That That's was kind of cool. Yeah. I, yeah. It was fun. Uh, now, as always, folks, uh, speaking of social media, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on mm-hmm. iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, of course, we're going to have the chat up and running so you can share all your thoughts about movies in general or this past weekend in particular. And... We also have Neil in the booth as well. Hi, Neil. Hey, what's going on? Look at that. We're talking movies and baking. No, just kidding. We'll just talk movies. baking? Yay. (laughs) I like cooking. You have a lot of food stuff on your Instagram, too. Follow me on the gram, guys, if you just want to look at Are those you cooking? No, of course not. No, that's just me scouring around and eating (laughs) Um, food. That's right. Wait, and then you guys, if you're watching this later, comment down below on your thoughts on the box office that was and what you think for the future as well. Well, that's right. You and know? it doesn't have to be just like the... Thing. Yeah. Yes. Whatever, your, um, whatever future. Oh, no. um, oh, look at that. Mitishak, up and early there in the yeah. chat. That's what we like to see. Good morning to you as well. Um, but we should say, too, if so... In case people don't know from previous ones, due to scheduling, we have lost two of our team members, but that's okay. Uh, they, you know, life happens. Uh, they, well, Quinn may or may not come back in a future time, but I know some of you were asking before on when, because we're here for you, and I like that you are concerned when some of us <laughs> aren't here. You're like, hey, wait a minute. And I mean, I wasn't here last week either, so, you know, I want to talk, but... No, but Richie Stein, hopefully back. we're trying to get him yes. in here so he can at least do a farewell. And that way you guys can harass him about anything that he still yeah. hasn't watched yet. Well, go follow them on social media, too. Yes. Uh, now, Quinn and I did do uh, the box office back. And speaking there in the live chat, Star mm-hmm. Drew starts it off there with saying, look like we made it, Frank. No Fifty Shades darker for us. Man, Quinn is on the hook. That is right. Quinn and I did the box office bet. Uh, she lost. She went 50. I went 45 for 50, grade, 50, uh, 50 Shades Oh, you darker. were close then. Yes, almost there. So uh, luckily Oof. enough, I dodged that box office bet bullet. Did you see the first one? I did not. Okay. So I, I was no <laughs> desire to go see the second one either. Uh, but Quinn, Quinn, and don't worry, I will be tweeting and emailing You're Quinn. Like, hey. Let her know that you've lost the box office bet. You need to go see that film and and at least tweet out some feelings towards the fans so you guys can follow out her feelings about Fifty Shades Darker on mm. the good old social media. But. Uh- I saw the first one, and I only watched it with a. I watched it with a female friend who was like, "I have nobody else to watch this with. Can we watch it? Drink some alcohol and enjoy it and make fun of it." And I'm like, "All right, cool, let's do it." And I thought it was. I was very disappointed in terms of. I'm like, "That's it. That's what everyone's making the fuss about. This is extremely tame." I'm like, "I've seen other rated R movies that are way more like scandalous or intense." Yeah. Um, but 
so it's funny with the new one out I've heard it's had not the best reviews but uh, I liked when I went to the theater so I saw John Wick too and so did, so did you but uh, somebody in front of me was getting it was like this elderly couple getting tickets for Fifty Shades it was like Oh, okay then. Mm, I'll so, a little freak know. on. I like mm-hmm. it. I like it. Well, we'll jump right into it. We'll do our box office bet a little bit later on in the episode for next week. Some good films to uh, vie for for your, yeah. for your hard-earned bet in the chat. But we'll talk about this past weekend's top five. And starting off, I, I don't think there's any uh, any room for doubt. We all felt like they're doing that, at least the, the the vibe in the chat room last week. Just a general consensus seemed that the Batman, Lego Batman yeah. movie was going to kick butt. Didn't do quite as well as I thought it was going to do. I actually thought it was going to do much higher than what it did. But it ended up getting a little over $55.6 million. Well, it's Batman. It's going to get anybody to go see it. Batman. Yes. Uh, Lego movies have been doing pretty well, and they have a they have a pretty big built-in audience franchise by now. They've made a bunch of they make everything a Lego movie by now. I'm like, there's a Lego movie for this, this, this what? And then um, it's a kid movie. Kids movies always do well. That's right. uh, and it is it's a fun movie. It's definitely a fun movie. Uh, you folks in the chat, if you had a chance to see it, let us know what you think about that. You said Actually, you saw. Have, it. Uh... I did. I have some insight on oh. this. If you'd Ooh, like. lay it on yes. us, Neil. I found out this past week that Lego mm-hmm. is the most recognizable brand in the world. I'm not surprised. And it, it, it just beat out Ferrari for the most liked brand. I feel like that's because I feel like it's much more accessible. So I feel like who wouldn't like a Lego? I would like a Lego over Ferrari. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it makes sense. Like there's almost zero negative connotation with Lego. Sure. And Except for when you step on them in the dark. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's it. So uh, just making a, a child's animated movie that can play internationally on mm. the world's most recognizable mm. and well-loved brand, it's going to make money. That's a good point. Uh, it is oh, that, uh, going into spoilers. What I do like about the film is that it treats everything that's ever happened in any of the Batman uh, media at all mm-hmm. as as it has happened. So that's fun. Oh, there's a lot okay, of nice callbacks and cool. nods to different things throughout the years of Batman. And uh, there's some great, great cameos uh, from uh, characters you would not expect to see in a Batman film. How really funny cool. was it? Because the trailer like was trying to be a comedy. Yeah, no, no, it is funny, but it's not one of those where you're <laughs> it like. Sounds like mm-hmm. there in the theater there was a lot of laughing. Okay, good. Uh, but good. you know, for me, it was it wasn't. I, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like. Ah! <laughs> I didn't find myself doing a lot of laughing out loud. Okay, I genuinely good entertained chuckles. by it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I was going to say, who remembers Playmobiles? Not that they got movies. Yeah, the uh, I felt like uh, the only thing that seemed kind of weird is that uh, Zach Galifianakis did the voice for Joker. And I don't know, I didn't... Didn't that, dig it? I didn't dig it. I mean, and maybe that's mm. the problem that I watched uh, uh, Justice League Actions, a new cartoon for, on yeah. Cartoon Network, a little 15-minute short new Justice League cartoons. And I watched it the morning before I saw the film, and Mark Hamill was on the doing the Joker. Oh, so you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's just tough to compare to Mark Hamill's awesomeness as the Joker. But what was interesting uh, that Zach Galifianakis, his Joker, doesn't do a signature laugh. Oh, like, anybody that's ever done the voice for the Joker is always yeah. then their interpretation of whatever the laugh's going to be, and he doesn't have that. So uh, maybe that's why it didn't stick sure. out. I could never really hook into it as much as I could with the other characters. Mm. So that was just my thoughts on that. Uh, but hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm sure this is going to do well enough that they'll do another film. Whether it's just oh, Batman they're going to keep making Lego movies. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing them expand well, a little bit more. I, I like Media Shock's comment in the chat room: "Best Batman movie besides Dark Knight." <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I th- yeah, and Media Shock brought in there that it underperformed compared to tracking. That's true. I'm hoping though that it's definitely have some legs because I think it, a general be. word of mouth has been really good. So I, I could see it holding on for a while. Mm-hmm. That's what, uh, coming in number two though, uh, Fifty Shades Darker Oof. Uh, from Universal, forty six point seven million dollars. So just 
Just look at that. $1.7 million above my original prediction. Uh, hmm. But like you were saying, I've seen that as well. The reviews, not very, very Yeah, because the thing is they're saying... Okay, so the thing that I was uh, hearing about on the reviews is like it makes it to be this like scandalously sexy movie. But, I mean, maybe if you're conservative it is, but a lot of people are like, really? That, that, that's okay. Like I had some friends on Facebook going, yeah. Like they heard people talking about it after and they're like, oh my gosh, it was so... They're just like really... Like major eye rolls of just like, oh, hmm. It seems like it's a movie more to see to make fun of than to actually go and enjoy. Yeah. Um, well, I have a, a, I mean, these are semi just random anecdotal stories, but still, I have a, another friend, female friend who's after Buzz host. She went with her girlfriends and they were like, it's really fun to like watch it with the girls. Um, but there was like a dude in the audience who reacted and just kind of was like, it was a little awkward or something. And she's like, yeah, that, then everybody laughed because his like noise he made at some point, like it was quiet and like, Everybody laughed after of like, oh, this is kind of weird to watch with a bunch of people. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Uh, I'd, I'd probably watch it like later on video with like female friend and like alcoholic <laughs> like the first time and be like, all right, we're just gonna take a shot every time it's something stupid. Oh man, then you're or not... I know we'll be plastered. Yes, I, I feel like that is just a movie built on dumbness. But I guess it's gonna do well enough to at least. I figure if you're gonna go two way, you might as well do the third one for. Make it a three way. Make it a three way. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm just. I mean, it's interesting because it's like it. I mean, that is a funny comment of like, okay, so guys, if you're watching like a super sexy movie, do you like to watch that comfort of your own home, or do you like it where you're like surrounded by people? Yeah, like uh, that's what, an interesting dynamic. Like what was it, nine and a half weeks or whatever? Would you want to go um, see that or like? Uh, uh, some other very erotically charged film. Like, yeah, do you want to... Oh, uh, Eyes Wide Shut. Oh, yeah, Eyes Wide Shut. You want to... Like, yeah. You're just cool, like, I'm just going to hang out here in a group full of people, man. We're all just going to be turned on yeah, watching this weirdness. you know. But then again, like, at uh, Anime Expo, they had a... There's a, there's a network uh, or a site called Faku, and they have a panel called Hentai Worth Watching, and you're watching, essentially, animated porn with an audience and... It's funny though. That's right. They do it in a comedic way. It's worth watching. It right. it is. Some of them, <laughs> they were very entertaining. Uh, coming in at number three though, and this is a film we're going to sink our teeth into a little mm. bit because not just myself, not just Carrie, but also Neil saw it. So look at that. It's Woo! a hat trick what, what? of box office breakdown people. I was so happy I saw opening weekend movie. That's like, right. Yay! Yes. Uh, John Wick Chapter Two from Woo! Lionsgate. Thirty million dollars there. So. Uh, all fans, can I say? Can I just open up the the conversation by saying all fans of the original film? Absolutely, Neil. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I thought it was a. I thought it was a really. I mean, I'm always a fan of original stories, and this one was sort of like a breakout hit. When I saw trailers coming out for uh, the first John Wick, mm-hmm. I was thinking like, okay, this could do well. And but I, I thought I was sort of making fun of it with my friends, like, oh, he's doing this over a dog. And then hey. I went and saw it, and hey. I was like, no, okay, <laughs> shut up, past Neil. This is a badass. <laughs> This is like headshot the movie. This is like the action choreography was great and fantastic mm-hmm. and the storyline made sense. It was a solid movie. So I was like, wow, that was actually fantastic. Breakout hit. Uh, and so coming into the sequel, like I was just super pumped and I liked it a lot. And there's always a thing with the sequel where you wonder, is it going to take place just immediately after the action right. of the first film? Or does it do a little time jump and you're just catching them, you know, just whether it be months or maybe mm-hmm. a year or two later mm-hmm. after the offense of the original. Uh, I, I, was, I really dug how this one just picked up right where it left yeah. off and kept on going. 
Yeah. Oh, no, totally. It just keeps... It's one of those that just hit the ground running and kept going. Uh, and you guys in chat and then you guys who saw it. Uh, the thing I absolutely love about both of them, and I love that the second one continued this, is it's an action movie without shitty, shaky camera, because how many of us are annoyed with, like, ooh, cool action movie, and the camera's like, rah, and you can't see anything, and you're just like, oh, great, cool action movie that I can't see any action. The takes are very long takes, so this means there's no cuts, guys, anybody who doesn't know that. Um, sorry if that sounded very condescending. My apologies. <laughs> um, but it's just these like long sequences of fighting where you get to see the fight scene and these super wide shots. So it's not like those quick, really close up things where you're like, well, they're not really doing it. And there's some really good behind the scenes footage where Keanu Reeves like doing a lot of his stunts and you can see that he's doing it. And so it's just so rewarding and fulfilling to see an action movie where you can see what they're doing, see the long fight scene, and it looks good and like real. And uh, the, like, double tap where he just, like, makes sure people are dead. Because it's yes. so annoying. And the other action movies were like, oh, I kind of shot somebody in the shoulder. And then they come back. Oh, yeah. Like, there's do you, there's one part, not really a spoiler at all, guys. Don't worry. Um, where there was somebody, like, crawling on the ground. I'm like, wait, he only shot that guy once. And he turns around and shoots him again. I'm like, yes! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nobody gets uh, nobody gets, uh, without, gets by without a double tap. Yeah. For sure. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so good. And it was... Uh, I mean, it's just interesting the, the, the just fighting, the mythology sure. of this. The, mm-hmm. It's uh, this is a, this is based on an original idea, so it's not based mm-hmm. on any other property. So it's uh, sure with, John Wick. Is, I thought it was something like based on something. No, I believe it's, a, it's, it's an all original hmm. concept. So there's which is really cool is that he's really created this like oh, really fun universe. Probably meant about like it. the first one. You know how like if there's a subsequent movie, oh, gotcha, they're like yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, but just the universe yeah. that this oh, is created, it's, awesome. its own inherent sense of rules and mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Uh, just ways that you have to just follow in this in this kind of world that we've been introduced to. Yeah. And I feel like this film really just, yeah, I mean, it honors the rules set up in the first one and then yes. shows you the consequences if you don't follow yeah. them here in the second one. Sets it up for a third, too, in a good way. Yes. Because there's an early scene, which Neil and we'll try to describe without saying it. Uh, early scene with the manager, we'll just say that, and another gentleman, and then that's it. Yeah. Which I feel sets up for another one. Because they have the scene and then they don't come back to it. And you're just like, wait, what does that mean? So then I feel that sets up more for a third. Yeah, interestingly, yeah. Do you know the scene I'm talking about? Uh, where they're sitting outside? Yeah, on the roof. Yep. Because it's a scene, and you're like, that's interesting to include that and not touch it again. So I feel that's part. I mean, that wouldn't be the whole plot, of course, for the next yeah. one. But it would be um, like a good continuation. Oh, and the animated subtitles. Who loved that? Oh, yeah. Like the... That was fantastic. Oh. oh so good. Um <laughs> Night Watch and Day Watch did that a little bit. Um, if you guys know those films, Russian vampire movies, uh, they're awesome. Team and... Orbic Mambatov. Hmm? Team oh, Orbic yeah. They, there's a... I keep... I'm sorry. I keep it's cutting right. you off there. No, you're good. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have the animated subtitles. And um, and so I like how this one had, like, big ones. So really could read them. Don't worry, guys. You'll read real fast. And we get to see uh, Common once again back in oh, the Oh, he was film. so fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, it uh, no, this is fun. It just, uh, it just, yeah, really just you yes. know, sets up a, a, a great uh, approach for a third film. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. They don't do any kind of backstory or anything because you already had the first one. There's no need. Uh, though they have some kind of flashes to like his ex-wife or no longer a live live wife. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Not really ex in that way of like left her, but she left him. My wife not was by no choice. longer alive. That was about the only fly, but that was good. It gave him like depth. Yeah, you know, and it just uh, I, I did. 
I think the only thing that's different, different here is that you don't get... Because I, I, I really enjoyed William Defoe's character in the first one. Right, okay. And, and mm-hmm. I feel like you get a chance to get in deep with somebody else doing that as much as you did like with Willem Dafoe's character. True. Now, um, for you guys in the chat and comments, without spoiling anything, what did you think of... Uh, did you think um, uh, Ruby Rose was deaf or mute? And did you like that element of the story? Yeah, yeah I mean, because I felt like they, they wanted her to be more than she was, she ultimately turned out to be. Okay. But... I mean, it was interesting, but I also felt like, is is that all? Is that all it's right. to this thing? Hmm. Interesting. Neil? I think it was a decision based on how, uh, like, when you get uh, an actor like that in an action movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I'll cite, um, what was that, Gina, Gina Carano movie that she was in with, like, Michael Fassbender. Um, it was some sort of, like... Well, act- she was also the, this particular actress? No, no, no. Just, oh. I was talking about someone else. But anyway, um, just... I think it was an attempt to make sure that she didn't have any spoken lines. Like, maybe that would ruin her character. And this also, in a way, uh, gave her more depth because she would have to sign everything. I thought it was very interesting. Now, did you think she was deaf or mute? I think she was deaf because she made noises when she was in, this, when she was in that fight with John. So that means... Like, she would scream out a little bit. And so mm-hmm. it sounded like she could use her vocal cords. So maybe she was just deaf. Yeah. Oh, someone in the chat room said, uh, they said Haywire. Yep, that's the one. Haywire. Uh, I, I liked it. I thought it was a unique element to the character. Uh, the only thing is if you are deaf, a big problem of being a hitman or hitwoman uh, is anybody could sneak up on you. Uh, we were trying to recall if there were reactions where if there was gunshot, if she looked around, or if you knew where to go, because then you can't hear that. Um but then she makes, I mean, maybe it's one of those she had a vocal cord injury, but can make, like, exclamation sounds, but not, like, speak. Yeah, that's a good point. That makes more sense. Um, uh, which was fine, because, like, when she fights, there's some noise that come out, but, like, doesn't talk. But, you know, if you're a fighter, maybe an injury. Uh, Mad Dog and, oh, no, Al, Adelia in the chat room, I didn't really buy Ruby Rose's character in John Wick. Um... I I think some people are kind of hit or miss. I was looking online on IMDb chat room about it, and some people were just like, mm, they weren't thrilled with it. Uh, I think it's an artistic choice that was made somewhere, and is one of those you're going to like it or you're not. Uh, speaking of artistic choices, what did you folks think of Lawrence Fishburne's character in this film? Oh, so fun. Yeah, that was fun. It was a little bit of fan service. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh but it was fun. It was good. Mm-hmm. I, I like. It's sort of an intriguing character. Like mm-hmm. he's in the system, but he's outside the system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think he's going to play a pretty big role, or at least a character like that is going to play a big role in in uh, in the follow up movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like he definitely does like bend the reality. It doesn't break it. So you're like, what is this guy doing here? But he definitely does push it. Just the way that he uh, delivers that performance. He's definitely a little bit more of a. Colorful character than we've sure. seen. Yeah, but yeah. that you, that whole universe is a little heightened. Oh, it's real. It's based. It's yeah. <laughs> that's happening yeah. around us all the time. Wait until your phone goes off. You'll realize how many how many assassins are located just inside Afterbus Studios. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because he, mm-hmm. they, the, 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 we we talked about this earlier in the studio, but they set up like this amazing world of rules mm-hmm. and and like a set like hierarchy and everything. And it's so cool to have things introduced that circumvent that. So, like, you're, yeah. like in the first one, you know, it's all about these rules, and everyone's following the rules, mm-hmm. and John's breaking them a little bit, and that happens to an extent in this one too, um, and it sort of just builds on that. But then Lawrence Fishburne comes in, and you're like, where does he fit 
mm. in this world and they never really like spell it out for you so it's really interesting to try and think about like what his role is in this universe he's outside the system somebody get well that'll be maybe in number three Hopefully we, uh, oh, definitely! I think they'll definitely do a third. Yeah, I don't think you can leave it like this and not. Yeah, what a great yeah. way! It's like, guys, we're never going to do a third movie. This is just it. You can just imagine what's going to happen to him. Oh, and Keanu Reeves is just so cool. Of just one of those. Oh, aging so well. Of just like a ba- he's like fifty-two. I think yeah. I saw a thing and just such a good fighter. And it, the thing about it too is it keeps it real. Like they're doing these fighting, but when he has some fights later, and then Commons fights too, they you're real. They're realistically tired. Yes. You know, they're not perfect superhero guys. They're like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's keep going for hours. They're just like, need to catch my breath. Hold on. And like in pain or bruising and like, oh, I got to put my shirt on. And like, yeah, well, <laughs> that's I, cool. I do like what Ian McShane says, like John Wick, like he's probably his greatest ability is just like his, uh, his will to survive. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like that's what makes him just, you know, the boogeyman that he is. Yes. Uh, so yeah, so folks, if you haven't seen John Wick two, chapter two, it is definitely well worth your time. Three way th- uh, favorite uh, thumbs up from our end, playing off the joke of Fifty Shades. Um, so yeah. Oh, good question, Mad Dog in chat. I wonder if his kill count is higher than the first movie. That's a good question. I think somebody I saw somebody I on Twitter's like I started and then I stopped counting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot. I think you need to be able to pause it, rewind, and we go back. That's definitely like something you'd want to do in your second watching. Yeah, like yeah. you'd have to because I imagine the first one you don't have to just like be distracted by. Oh, it. you're just like bodies. Yeah. yeah, so like I'll have to go back and watch it again this uh, tomorrow just so I can count uh, the kills. Yeah, make sure. Uh, all right, folks, coming mm-hmm. uh, coming in at number four, we've got one that that was uh, top in the box office for several weeks. We've got Split from mm-hmm. Lionsgate. Uh, we've got it's got another nine point three million dollars to its mm. coffer. And uh, rounding out the box office, Hidden Figures from Fox, $8 million straight up there. It's great. It's still up there. Yeah, it's still doing well. Mm-hmm. I feel like this may be its last weekend we see either Split or Hidden Figures in the top five. Yeah. Uh, Split maybe dro- could drop down to five, unless there's a new horror movie kind of a thing. Well, there's some great stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, folks, just so you know, here we're talking about box office bets. And, of course, the box office bet is just around the corner. The three films in contention mm-hmm. we have this week, A Cure for Wellness. Fist Fight and The Great Wall. I know we've been talking about this movie for months and <laughs> months have, and months. We have. So, yeah. oh yes, it's definitely one that, would, that has to be seen. I want to address real quick. We were not saying spoilers for John Wick. Don't worry. I mean, there are things that you're not going to be like surprised that we said. Oh, yes. We, no, we people are like, well, spoilers. I'm like, no, no, we didn't say spoilers. No. Oh, yeah, no spoilers. No, we, we, no spoilers for John Wick. Mm-hmm. Not at all. He still has a beard. Oh, I shouldn't have, I said too much. I said too much. Man, the, those suits? Mm. Oh, yes. Look at that. That's Just about it. That's all you'll good. get, guys. He rocks it. Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, before we get in, so if folks, give your, start chiming away in the chat room. Uh, I know Alvin, I saw him in there. Look at that. Who's going to start the voting? Look at that. Alvin, thank you so much for already getting the lead on that. Start chiming mm-hmm. away in your votes uh, to see which movie we'll do the box office bet on. But in the meantime, we're going to do a little box office rewind. We, uh, I look for somebody that's been in one of the films that's coming up this weekend. And I uh, do a little look back on their top five opening box offices. So I figured, why not? Let's do William Defoe. We thought we loved him in John, the first John Wick. Mm-hmm. Look at that; he's actually going to be uh, in the Great Wall, which I didn't realize that he until, is. Oh, yes. I didn't know that either. I, as I was in the theater, uh, wait, another white dude? No, I'm just yeah, I saw him. In, I saw him in the billboard. And I was like, God, William Who does Defoe's he in play there? in it? 
Some some guy. <laughs> some oh. guy with a beard. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen him in any trailers or anything. So I'm yeah. like, what? I just like he's he's okay. posed out there on the pitch on the photo. So okay. I'm like, all okay. right. I, maybe he's a mentor yeah. to Matt Damon or at least kinda shepherds him into this whole thing. I'm not oh. exactly sure. That's possible. But it's yep. got Willem Dafoe, so how can it be mm-hmm. bad? Mm-hmm. So I figured let's do I wanna mm-hmm. look back on his films here. So uh, I actually did because uh, he has one voice role, but it was a very prominent character hmm. in a live action film. So just to, uh, to honor that, I figured let's just add one more film in for Willem Dafoe. So it'll be a, little, a sixth, uh, top six, because number six for him is Clear and Present Danger from Paramount back in uh, 94, mm-hmm. $20 million. That was a good, that, I, I enjoyed him in the film. That was... Um, one of the Jack Ryan movies? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, that was good. Uh, coming in number uh, five for him, Once Upon a Time in Mexico from Sony. I think I did see that Back one. in 2003, $23.4 million. Yeah, that was the sequel. I can't remember what he played, though, in the sequel. Was he a buddy of Antonio Banderas? Or Don't was recall. He, I can't remember. Oh, wait. No, I didn't see that one. Uh, number five, excuse me, number four for him, uh, is Inside Man from Universal back in 2006. Yes. $28.9 Love million. That, movie. that was good. Damn it. That was a good movie. I'm trying to think. Is, is that the, like the last Spike Lee movie that I really enjoyed? I don't know if there's something else out there that I've enjoyed as much since Inside Man. I'd have to see a list. Mm. Off the top of my head, like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're not really good with our list. No, no, we aren't good with our list. Still, uh, another swing and a miss for the top five, <laughs> our top five films of 2016. Yeah, yeah, we tried, folks. Yeah. We tried. Uh, <laughs> we is... thought about. It. I thought about it today, today, guys. I thought about you guys when I was driving home, and I'm like, hey, wait, wait. We need to do our list of our top five of 2016. And then I forgot to email Frank. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, coming in at number uh, three is the uh, the voice uh, performance that he did for John Carter. Uh, John Carter's Outer Space one, yeah. Yep, John Carter. uh, John Carter from uh, Princess of Mars. Yes, 2012, thirty million dollars. Yeah, you know, it was horrible advertising campaign slash none, and but it was a cool sci-fi movie. I, it's a really cool book too, but very different from the book. But that's okay. I don't. I don't know. Taylor Kitsch. Did you like him as John Carter? As it was fine. I think he was fine, but I because I feel like the film's great. Mm-hmm. But maybe with Didn't a like different, him? maybe okay. with a different actor, it might have been a little bit better. Mm. I, I mean, because that's a shame. That, like that's an actor that I enjoyed on Friday Night Lights, and yet uh, I can't think of any film that he's been in that I've really mm. enjoyed. Like like, oh my gosh, that was so great. Mm. And I just felt like, as much as the, I just, I wish there there maybe had been a different actor. And I, I don't know who that would have been. Right. But I just don't know if Taylor Kitsch like, really sucked me into that. Because I feel like Andrew Stanton, who directed that, was, I mean, it's such a deep in the tank love for John Carter mm-hmm. and, that, and all that stuff. And I felt like he was set to do multiple films if this film and had taken off. And it was really cool in terms of, I, I started reading the book after the movie and I was like, oh yeah, no, I totally can see like they did a good job of adapting it. I mean, they changed things, but obviously in the book it was It'd be slow in a movie, and but it felt like true to it enough. Yeah, and I like that world and the movie. I remember when it came out, there was like no advertising, and I know any any of the it's like, posters. This was good. Why was there no ads? Yeah, no the posters, posters were all just like dull. It's yeah, like, ugh. especially when it's only John Carter. Like, Underrated. Why are you leaving the Mars part out of it? Like that's yeah. cool. Though I will say, I worked at Blockbuster when it came out, and then there was a movie before it came out, and it was like Princess of Mars. Of one of those, the fake ones, like, there there were these movies, people, if you didn't know about this, they were movies that would come out right before a movie would come out, like they had transmorphers, 
before Transformers. <laughs> and people would rent those thinking they're like the real thing. And then you're just stuck like, what am I, what am I watching? Yeah. What oh is this world. thing? Yeah. Uh, Alvin in the chat agrees. Taylor Kitsch was miscast in the movie. He was good in Lone Survivor, which mm. I did not see. Mm. Um, yeah, I did not see that Mark Wahlberg film. Uh, right. I just wish... I just wish Disney had that marketing. Who know, what, what kind of world would we live in if they'd actually marketed that correctly? We would have right. a nice little John Carter franchise. That'd be fun. <laughs> Maybe they could do true. it again later. That's true. Remake it. Yeah, it's, that's true. I mean, it's a it's a it's a fun. I mean, I know that uh, John Favreau universe, was trying yeah. to do it for a long time. Mm. He was uh, collaborating with Harry Knowles from Anacool News to try mm. to make it happen, and then it just never really took off. And then Andrew D- Stanton stepped in and was able to make it. Uh, coming in number uh, uh, two for Willem Dafoe, The Fault in Our Stars from Fox back in 2014, $48 million. Never saw that film. Myself. I did not see that one. Uh, and probably no surprise if, you, uh, if you're well aware of Willem Dafoe's oeuvre. Coming in at number one from Sony Pictures back in 2002, Spider-Man. With That's Reese a Willem big Dafoe. number. Yeah, $114 million. Oh, have we seen it? We haven't seen any. Well, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Other than Star Wars, we haven't seen anything break 100 yet, have we? No, no, but I'm, I'm thinking as we, uh, I mean, fast. We're going to have some coming out. The Fate of Furious is only like two months away, and that that, that comes out, that's going to be bonkers. You think so? I, oh, come on, yeah. Maybe just a little bit. Especially internationally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Overseas, uh, F8's going to destroy things. Mm. It's going to run them down. And run them over. Ah, ah. look at that. All right, so... Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, before we, again, our box office bet is going to be for Cure for Wellness, Fist Fight, and The Great Wall. Three films in contention. Mm. Before we announce the results of the box office bet, you still have time to vote. We are going to do our top five pick for next week's box office. Now, uh, just a few notes before your prediction, Carrie Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last Dragon film, Pete's Dragon, <laughs> opened I in don't... 2016 with $21 million. I don't know if I'd really call it a dragon. I meant in terms a, of like it's comparison, but it's a family movie versus an action movie. But it's a dragon. You should almost pick like the last Matt Damon movie or well, like. Well, we also have Dragon, oh, dragon Wars, Wars. Uh, opened up in two thousand seven. I uh, think I saw that. That was cool. Million. <laughs> it was cool. Oh, Rain of Fire. No, that was cool. With Christian Bale and yeah. uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Yes. Rain of Fire is my favorite fire-based movie. Oh, I did like. Rain really. Of Fire. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I, it's my favorite dragon-based movie. Okay. What about Dragonheart? Dragonheart's good. You're right. <laughs> I, I guess I just haven't seen it in a while. I had I had Reign of Fire though on on a, like um on a UMD like a PSP movie disc oh. for my PlayStation Portable, and I and like I went on road trips so much that I just watched that like 300 times. Oh man! I wow. love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man. Our votes are kind of all over the place right now. Oh, this is great. All right. This yeah, is gonna it's be a good, fun guys. Event. We but... like the variety. All right. So now, a Cure for Wellness is opening mm. in 2,700 screens. Fist Fights opening up in 3,000 plus screens. Mm. The Great Wall, 3,200 plus screens. So given that, how do you think it's going to impact our current top five? Uh, that's going to be hard. Well, Lego Batman might hang on to... We're going to talk this out since we got... I was going to say, yeah, we got a little bit of time. Um, I think Lego Batman might be able to hang on to number one because family film and even if that drops, I don't know how high the other ones are going to get. Fifty Shades Darker, mm, I think that might be the allure of opening weekend for that. I think so. I think the reviews think are going to be so... I think the reviews are going to tank it. Um, John Wick will, pro- will hang on there for sure. Uh... Great Wall could be hit or miss because it's an action movie, but it's like 
quote unquote foreign, which kind of alien. Some people are like meh, which you're like, I don't know why you're missing out on it. You're, you're dumb to miss out. Now, um, when you watch the trailers and you think, oh my gosh, this could be a fun movie, and then you see Matt Damon in it, does that increase your enjoyment of wanting to see that movie, or does it like like oh, Matt Damon's in this dragon movie? What's going on? I'm gonna pass. I don't care. I'm neutral. Really? Okay. Yeah, I'm more like, ooh, that looks visuals like, uh, and uh, monsters. I'm excited. Now, um, now, when you find out Willem Dafoe is in it, did that increase your wanting to see it? No, it's... absolutely. <laughs> That's I'm right, probably going to see it anyways. Absolutely. I, uh, I am curious for Cure for Wellness. That looks really cool and creepy. But like fist fight for me, I'm like, I shrugged for those of you listening. I I don't know. I mean, I'm part of me is like really compelled about uh, seeing fist fight. I do like Charlie Day. He's funny. You're not a big Charlie Day fan? No, just watching that. I think I only saw part of the trailer, and I was like, no. No? You don't want to see these two teachers get into a fist fight? No. They're going to do it. They're going to get into a fist fight on that school lot. Oh, uh, Media Shock said a uh, fist fight will make more than the Great Wall in the chat. Um, That's going to be tough. That is so tough. I, I mean, mean, it's one of those, it's hard, because it is an action movie, which action movies generally get a lot, but I think it, I don't think John Wick will, I think John Wick will beat out Great Wall. Um, I am. I have to admit, I'm really. You're uh, like. Oh, I wouldn't say I'm on the wall, but I am on the fence <laughs> <laughs> about uh, the Great Wall. I just don't either. It's going to do. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be one of those that's like. Uh, All right. Well, we have somebody giving their prediction. If it helps your ease your mind a little bit. Oh, uh, Mad Dog in said, the chat. Yeah. Okay. Lego, John Wick, Great Wall, Fifty Shades, and then Careful Wellness. I. Oh. Man, mm, I feel like. <laughs> I feel oof, I feel like Fist Fight would do better than Fifty Shades. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, I figure. Well, do you have your top five? All right, I'm going to go. I, I will go with. Uh, I'm going to go Lego. Okay. Uh, oh man, I'm going to go Lego. Oh, do I want to go Fist? No, I don't. I. I uh, well, no. I'm going to go Lego Fist Fight because man, Ice Cube's got a lot of love. I mean, think about those ride along movies. It can't be all Kevin Hart fans that are seeing that. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube's got to bring some of the some. And are there too. any other like adult com? Well, it's not. Is it? Was it rated? Uh, I think it's rated R. It's got to be. Yeah. How many other adult comedies are out right now? Yeah. So I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will go. Uh, Lego Batman, Fist Fight. <sighs> I want to go John, John Wick, The Great Wall, A Cure for Wellness. That's where my top five is gonna be. That's just a pie-in-the-sky uh, shot from a guy okay. at a box office. Adelia in the chat says, Lego, John Wick, Fifty Shades, Great Wall, careful on this. So similar, but they kept... Um, you didn't. You bumped out Fifty Shades. I bumped out Fifty Shades, man. See okay. you later. See you later. Uh, Media Shock said, Ice Cube movies sell to that weird box office following. That's right, uh, Media Shock. I'm with you right there, sir. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think... Gonna be similar. I think I'll go with Lego Batman for number one, John Wick two. Ooh, interesting. You know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Interesting. And then Fist Fight, then Great Wall, and then Careful Wellness. Ah, so you're also sure. bumping Fifty Shades. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's out. Get out of here. Uh, but it's one of those. I, I think John Wick could like increase. Uh, by a word of mouth one, because people who've seen it, like all of us, we're gonna be like, it was really cool, and we'll. You know, people then go catch it. Uh, Neil, do you have any thoughts? I do. Please. I mm. do have thoughts. All right. Uh, I I mean, I'm, I'm a little hung up on, I mean, Lego for sure, for number one. Mm-hmm. It has that mass appeal. Um, 
I'm a little I'm a little shaky about this, but here's my list. I have Lego, mm -hmm. Fist Fight, Ooh. All right. John Wick, The Cure for Wellness, and The Great Wall. Right. Ooh, all right. I don't think Great Wall has had enough uh, had enough mass appeal um, advertising in the in the states. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's gonna kind of fall off. In fact, I think maybe Fifty Shades might actually take number five instead of Great Wall. How dare you, sir? It might. It, I mean, the the latecomers to the Valentine's Day crowd might might pop in. There oh, you're right. And uh, that's true. Might take um, might take number five. If you Though, take the person you love to the Great Wall, that's what you should do. If you really love someone. Did you see the Twitter posts of memes of people are like, your girlfriend thinks you're taking her to Fifty Shades, and then you take her to Lego Batman instead, or like jokes like that. <laughs> Anything uh, better than Fifty Shades. I wouldn't go for Fifty Shades for my date. I'd actually probably do Cure for Wellness or Great Wall. I'd be like, yeah, that's oh, what yeah. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. I, huh? I said, however, I think Great Wall is going to uh, kill in China. That's the first production out of Lionsgate East, a new production company mm. coming off of Lionsgate. Um, and it was written with uh, Matt Damon in mind. They want him to try and get that international appeal. Hmm. And China is quickly becoming almost, I think right now, uh, is currently the largest global film market uh, usurped the United States for box office revenue. So I think internationally, Great Wall is going to do very well. Yeah, and the director, uh, according to as a friend of mine said, like this, the director for the Great Wall has never made a bad movie. So, oh, the visuals already look stunning from the trailer, so that's like winning me over. Uh, Neil, chat room really agrees with you, and they like what you're saying, man. All right, guys, uh, I'm glad uh, everyone sees the light. Mm -hmm. That's right. <laughs> uh, Shack though sends says uh, send Matt Damon's ass back to Mars. Shack, come on now. Jokes on you, Shack. He can live on Mars. That's right. He uh. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting to part of the show where we are going to do our box office bet. Uh, Alvin, if you wouldn't mind just tabulating, give us a final mm -hmm. total. Yeah, greatly appreciate that. While he's doing that, though, I'll basically just explain the box mm -hmm. office bet. Is that you, folks in the chat, bet on the film that you want us to do uh, to place a bet on the person who's closest to the actual box office total for opening weekend gets bragging rights because of the prognosticator prognosticators the loser though will have to go see this film and then tell us all about it sorry that was a really oh, bad little speaking of that, while we're waiting for that too <laughs> yeah. i did go see because I, I lost i had to go see rings Ooh, man. oh yeah that was a rough one that just like i did not care about these people at all oh bummer yeah That's it's just oh, like the like the girl like it's a high school girl or a college uh, they're going to college for the first time and so yeah uh, but she's staying at home he's going off and then yeah so they're separated and they come back together i just didn't but they're like their acting was just ugh, and i she she does dumb stuff she mm. makes dumb moves i don't know it was just ugh. I, I man it was just it, it was just it's a shame because the idea for the rings is fun, and if you're going to mm. come back and do it in this modern age where technology is certainly advanced, oh, you would send it so fast. Yes. Other, no VHS tape passing around; you just forward it. Social Ugh. media, do all that stuff, you know. Um, but the, I, I didn't feel like we saw like any no it, character uh, development, no character development, okay. or just even no like cool twists on the, like the way the technological aspects of the show, how, of, the, of the of the film, how you disseminate and spread mm. that video to save your life. Hmm. Just like nah, great, so. Uh, I will say I, I read a thing about the I, I can't recall her name right now, but the girl who plays um, Samara, the monster in Rings, whatever you, you'd call her, monster. She's a very lovely, um, pretty redhead, and uh, does she's a contortionist. And uh, she was talking about how at the rap party people didn't know they're kind of like, "Who are you?" 
And once they heard her voice and they kind of recognized it, because once she was in makeup, you didn't recognize her at all. And uh, it was one of those, like, her father was, like, a circus performer or something like that. And one of her talents was discovered when she was a kid. And, like, her little sister's like, so-and-so's being weird. And the father's like, oh, no, this is great. You can use this. And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I guess if your dad was in the circus, that makes sense. And yeah. so she's, um, I forget what kind of it, but there's, like, t- two different kinds of contortionists of, like, backbend or joints. And, like, she's, like, two of them or something like that. Oof. So it's a really interesting article about, a little blurb about her. And so... Just not what you'd expect at all. That's true. I, I, you know, that just shows you, like, follow your passions because you never know what they'll lead you. Exactly. Well, it's one of those things of, like, she did done contortionist, like, performance stuff, and then that's how she got kind of involved with that because they wanted to, I mean, I guess in the defense of rings and the movies, they had wanted to keep it as uh, human as possible in terms of, like, uh, instead of CGI, mm-hmm. and so she had done a lot of the movements herself. That's great. So that's Which cool. I, I think that makes it better for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so... Thank you, Alvin, oh, thank for the you. final uh, tally. Star Fox said Bendy Bonnie on Twitter. Thank you. Oh, there very we go. Cool. Uh, the results for the box office bet from you in the chat. Great Wall, five. Fist Fight, three. Cure for Wellness, two. Mm. So, ladies and gentlemen, the box office bet is going to be on the Great Wall. Love it, guys. Uh, yes. Question, what, I said it was... F- you said five. I think I said five, yeah. Uh, I'm oh, because I did, I did um, Cure for Wellness before it. Uh, I went a little higher. I I, I think I did. You, you did. I, I went four. Right? No, three. No, four. <sighs> I put it over uh, underneath the fist fight. So, uh, um. all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, The Great Wall, starring Matt Damon, Willem Dafoe, and many other actors. Uh, over 3,200 screens from Universal Pictures. What do you think its box office total will be? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, and, Neil, feel free to play along as well if you'd like. Uh, let's see. I am going to... Oh, boy. <laughs> like, I put it at five, but what do I think? Uh, all right. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I might be really wrong. All but. right. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. I'm going to... But gonna... the funny thing is, with five, it could either be high or low. You know? Yeah. Just like, ah. Any uh, thoughts, guys? Any okay. help? What are your thoughts on... Please, audience, help. <laughs> <laughs> I should wait. No, Maybe I'm, I'm I might change my mind depending on what your numbers you pick. So if right. you guys are watching this live, how much do you think Great Wall will make? And if you're watching this later, you can laugh at what we predicted. All right. Do uh, you have any thoughts yet? Oh, they weren't fast enough. I guess no. I'm going to stick with my answer. All right. I've got mine. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. 15. 25. <laughs> Well, I did say five, and you said it was three, so... Yeah, all right. Yeah. Fingers crossed. I'm in at 11. 11! Oh! Neil, playing very reserved. I don't think it's going to do that well in the U.S. Starter said... Ni- I, yeah. think, I think those clickbait whitewash headlines are going to sort of pour it out of the market here. Ah, uh, yeah. So I'm going to stick with 11, see how it goes. Stardew says 19 in the chat room. All right, you're kind of in the middle. Fine. Well, that yeah, that's what I mean, but... Uh, with it not being a white director as well, I'm like, and he himself had an article like, all right, give it a chance before you're going to freak yeah, out about should, it. Yeah, which I would. I'm, I'm probably planning to see that and cure for wellness. Oh, man. Everybody's agreeing more on, um, on Carrie and Neil's side. Media Shock is locking in at 16.7. Oh, Adelia agrees with me, 15. Oh, man. All right, great. I, oh, I went. Media Shock, 16.7. All right, I. Uh, mm. 
Ooh. Oh gosh, guys! Uh, you guys nine, are going the wrong way 12. on these bets in the chat. <laughs> Come on, who's who's with me? Get out of here on this twenty-five million. Now you ledge. guys are chiming in. See, I was trying to get oh, them to say something. <laughs> You're making Frank freak oh, out, room. Oh great. my goodness, Fine. that's a lot of competition. I agree, that's true. Um, for, but it, oh, it's got dragons yeah. and the Great Wall, and it's got 12, Matt Damon yeah. and Willem Dafoe. Guys, don't underestimate the de- appeal of Willem Dafoe. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. All no, right. No, no. Ah, man, another. Uh, oh, man. 12 point. Oh, gosh, guys. Oh, all right, fine. Once again, I'll just well, be this, thank you guys. this lonely thank you. man out here <laughs> on the bridge alone, looking back at you guys all safe and sound uh, with, your, with your 15s and your 9s and your 12s and your 11s. <laughs> Got it. That's cool. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you've broken my heart. <laughs> I need to go and console myself for a little bit. Uh, but, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Mm. But the fun does not stop here. Uh, you know what you can do? You can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. Thank you, Album, for keeping track of the votes. Thank you, everybody else, for joining in, sharing your thoughts, as well as mm-hmm. voting on the box office bet. The show is uh, such, so great, and you help make it that great. Uh, mm-hmm. Thank you, Neil. For chiming Yay! in and sharing your thoughts as well. It was so fun to have you on the show. Yeah, no problem, guys. Glad to be a part of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, such an enthusiastic response, Neil. Great. <laughs> Looking forward to having you back again. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited. Let's try and do this again sometime. <laughs> All right. That's fine. Uh, but if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, if you want to just uh, say how, like, you, you, you said 12, but you really believe me <laughs> that it's 25, but you're too ashamed to admit that in the chat, feel free to tweet me about that. That's all right. Uh, Carrie, where can they find you, though? Uh, yes, you guys can find me online, Twitter, Instagram at Carrie Dealing. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And make sure to give video, the video a thumbs up because we like seeing those thumbs up. And we, we want to see your comments down below. Uh, yeah, and you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at HappyGoJackie. And, you know, come on, guys. It's right. It's, it's cool. 25 is a really cool number, man. No, that's when you're like, guys, go see Great Wall. Go see yeah. it now. Go see, go see it twice. <laughs> All right, everybody. Take your whole for family. Thank <laughs> you, everybody. Yeah, bring your neighbors, bring your, your bitterest enemy, uh, like reconcile over the Great Wall. Look at that. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's mm. going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Thanks for watching. We'll see you back here next Sunday night for another episode. Yep. Until then, eat lots of popcorn and watch the Great Wall. See ya. <laughs>